With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chiefs fans, football fans, podcast fans alike, welcome aboard. I'm Jordan Foote, and this is the Rough and the Kicker podcast, the Kansas City Chiefs podcast in association with Arrowhead Report. As always, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Thanks for making us a part of it. And with that said, let's jump into round one, draft days, RTK. Tonight, the Kansas City Chiefs will be making their first round picks or sending their first round picks and trading for a veteran player or trading out of the first round entirely to discuss all things draft related. I have Connor Christofferson back with me. Follow him on Twitter at Connor with an E underscore DKC. Connor, draft day mood, I guess pre-draft day mood as we're recording this. How's it going? Going good. It's... uh... The Chiefs have two first-round picks. We haven't really been in a position to be this excited about a draft since Patrick Mahomes. Um, so it's definitely something. It kind of kind of feels like it should have been next year when the draft's in Kansas City, but uh, I'll, I'll take this year as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was talking to a buddy. Um, I didn't follow college football five years ago. I didn't care about college football five years ago. I didn't care about the draft five years ago. I had a buddy I was talking with and he was like, remember when the Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes? And I was like, yeah, I remember it vividly because I was like, who the hell is this guy? I didn't know a thing about him. I thought it was a dumb pick. I didn't tweet that. I wasn't on Twitter, luckily. Um, but I texted him that night. Very lucky. And was like, I was like, who's this guy? Like, I don't get why they're doing that. Um, little did I know he would, you know, turn out to be even half of Patrick Mahomes. I was I was very excited personally. I I was buying into the narrative they would take a quarterback. So I looked at the top three that year, and it was uh, I was fine with either Watson or Mahomes. Um, I, I Watson. think I just I think I just liked Mahomes a bit more just because he was so uh, tantalizing as a prospect. Yeah. And it was like, why don't you just give that to Andy Reid and see what he can do? So luckily, uh, I made the right call. Brett Veach and John Dorsey made the right call, and uh, we're sitting here five years later hoping to help them. Yeah, and speaking of, before we're going to do, we have a lot to do. We have a full mock. We're going to give our Brett Veach board. He said 16 to 18 players with round one grades. We're going to try that. Um, First, Connor, obviously we don't hashtag source very often on this podcast. What are your observations from people who are hashtag sourcing and kind of what do you buy? What do you not buy at this point in draft season as it's set to begin tonight? As we're recording at 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday, um, Chiefs, the one thing that seems consistent are two names and the rumors that Chiefs are looking to trade up. I buy the trade-up stuff. It's Brett Veach. He's going to be aggressive. I question, though, who are the targets. I don't have a good read on those. I can guess. I would guess Jamison Williams, Jermaine Johnson, and then two wild cards maybe are Drake London, who revealed today that the Chiefs met with. We did not know that was a top 30 visit. I believe that he, the way he described it, sounded like a top 30 visit. Um, and then the other one's Kayvon Thibodeau, which we don't know where he'll fall. Um, I think the markets are moving back towards him being a top four pick, but who knows? It feels like the top 10 could go any which way right now. Um, other than that one, which I feel like Trevon Walker's going to be the pick. I'll, I'll make my shot right now. But the two names at 29-30, Nate Taylor's been gushing over Christian Watson. I've told, I've tweeted. He gushed over Nick Bolton the same way. He even mentioned that on the Times Hours podcast. He talked about Nick Bolton the same way. So that's one to watch. I feel like he might be getting a little bit of that from the Chiefs scouts. And the other one's Boye Mafe, which is going to them in almost every mock draft I see. Yeah, I I buy the Mafe stuff. Um, I, I don't hate almost... it. I don't hate either of those names. I I don't think you like them either. But I don't. I'm hate. not very big on Mafe. I don't hate it. I don't even hate Karloftis. Like I don't like it, but I don't hate it. With Christian Watson, I would borderline hate it. 
Um, I, I like him in the second round. I just don't buy. They can get. What if he was? What if he was two years younger? I, I don't even really care about age with him. Oh, I just okay. think there's still a lot of improving he has to do. Granted, age would help if he was younger, um, but. I just think that it all depends on the board for me. And I know that's a very insane cop-out answer um, that everyone can give, but like context dependent, I'm fine with almost every pick. Um, I would be upset if they took Watson because I wouldn't understand it unless the board was crap and they just, I would have to think about it. I, this is funny because I'm not high on him really um, compared to other guys, but I would actually be, kind of upset if they took Watson over like Trelon Burks. Yeah. Um, I don't I like Burks feel, either. Yeah. And I'm concerned about his weight, the rumors about his weight. He's not been able to handle it very well, but I would still just rather have Burks because he produced in the SEC and you like that. Yeah. Um, and I think they both have the same issues with route running and rawness, um, but I just like Burks because he proved it. And I kind of like his... <laughs> Watson's a great athlete. I just, I, there's something about Burks I like more. Um, Mafe is interesting because he has been mocked to the Chiefs for like two months now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you watch his senior bowl and you definitely see improvement. So I can probably talk myself into him pretty easily. I just wish he was younger, man. He's almost 24. Yeah. Uh, Not great. Rough. Even um, one year younger, even one year, if he was turning 23 this year, I would feel better about it. I just don't I just turning almost 24 and he never really dominated at Minnesota. Just a bit rough. Yeah, it is. Um, before we do the Brett Veach 16 to 18 pick first round grade thing. Um, I want to ask you a question. I'll answer it. I, I won't cop out on my part. Um, how high will the Chiefs trade up? Um, is someone running like a lawnmower or something outside your window? Connor? They are mowing our grass as we speak. <laughs> Very good timing, by the way. So we, we're we just going to roll with it. And if it gets annoying, yeah. then, then it's we'll spring, guys. Come on. Yeah. Mowing happens. And, and maybe it's nice background noise. I was going to tell you before we started recording, uh, my neighbors were literally running a chainsaw and all their power tools outside. They have a chicken to a rooster or whatever that makes noise all day. Like my neighbors are a hoot and I hope they don't listen to this podcast because they're going to know I'm talking about them. Um, But I very rarely get quiet time. And I always am paranoid that the faint noises I hear while I'm recording are coming through the microphone that I'll listen back and they're not. But um, as I was saying, was it one before, before we get, I'm going to sidetrack again before we get back on track. Was it you or Tucker that had the airplanes that were going over their house issue? That was me. That was you. Yes. Planes go over my house all the time. I guess not. And I don't, the planes obviously aren't quieter now, but like I, I haven't noticed it as much, but last year when we were recording, dude, every single time there'd be a random plane, like literally almost brushing against my house. That's how low it was. And it was terrible. Um, but now I just get like school buses and loud monster truck people who think they're cool. Um, Wyandotte County is an interesting place. Yeah, I know we talked about you moving. It, it's not going to be in Wyandotte County, which is good. No. Um, but how high will the Chiefs trade? How high could you see the Chiefs trading up in the first round? How high would you bet on them trading up in the first round? Like if you had a gun to your head, you survive if they don't do that. What would be your kind of resistance point i the earliest i could see them brevich even calling a gm would be 12 now i think if the value is good he would pull the trigger on 12 um but he's not going to even tempt it i think until the minnesota vikings the one that you have to watch out for for early trade-up is 13 it seems like a lot of teams are calling about it so it might cost a bit more Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if I'm down for. I'm down for the because there was the rumors that there's a lot of teams looking to trade down and not a lot looking to trade up. So it might be a discount to move up. I'm down for that, especially with how many picks the Chiefs have. But if there's a bidding war for a pick, I don't know if I love it, especially because I'm lower on Jamison Williams than other people. Um, I'm not big on Jermaine Johnson to go to 13 either. I would. Entertain it for Drake London or Kayvon Thibodeau. 
But even then, I'd be kind of frightened to see what it would be. But if I were to bet on one, I would say 21 seems pretty apt. Patriots love moving down. They could probably get Quay Walker or Devin Lloyd at 29. Um, if we're going to bet on one, I would think it would be there. And that might be George Karloftis. That might be, hopefully, it's like Jermaine Johnson. That's a nice, like, sweet spot trade-up player type thing. But I don't think he's going to last because there's rumors he might go at number four. So I would bet in the 18 to 21 range. So the Eagles, Steelers, Patriots, those all seem like solid bets. Um, But they could go up as early as 12. I would go... 16. You're going to go higher than 12? Okay. I'm going to go 16. And you don't buy it. I would, you don't buy no, 12 or 13. No. I, I I might even – I'm going to go 16 and stick with it, and then I would bet 21, nothing higher. New England and nothing, no 20, no 19, no 18. I could see it. I wouldn't bet on it. Um, that's me being probably stingy with my money and you, a little bit concerned. You don't think – the man who discarded first round picks like it was nothing to trade for Orlando Brown and Frank Clark would not trade up high in the draft. If something crazy happened, he would trade up to like 16. I think I, I couldn't see him going any higher personally, despite but, him but being even like the in a, beach. I think in a normal draft, this is pretty normal draft, but in a draft where trading up would be a premium, I do agree. I think if it is truly discounted, now this is going off rumors, but if it is truly discounted, a trade up to 16, the normal cost is what a trade up to 12 or 13 would be in this draft. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm thinking 12 or 13 are on the table when in reality, that's a lot of picks to go up and it would usually cost a lot. That's fair. That's fair. And if they did trade up, It'd be for one of these guys that we're going to talk about now. Um, Veach mm-hmm. said in his press conference last week, the Chiefs have 16 to 18 players with first-round grades on them. Um, Connor, I don't know how we should attack this. I think, do you have any offensive linemen in your group of, you said 17? Yes, I do. Okay. And do you have three yes. offensive linemen? I have, oh, I don't, I don't think it's the three you're thinking of, but I do have three. Okay. Do you have Aquonu, Neil, and Cross? Those are the three I have. My question mark. I have two question mark players. One of them is Evan Neal because we have seen rumors about his medicals. I don't Mm -hmm. know if the Chiefs factor in medicals to their board. I would think they do Um, to where if like he's a no for them, he would be just off their board without a first round grade. I do have a third offensive lineman though. Do you you guess who it is? No. It's it's not not Linderbaum. Nope. I don't know. Who is it then? It's not a tackle. It's Zion Johnson. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking, so the Chiefs, I'm thinking, we've seen them do this in the past. They don't value positional value. Yeah. So I'm thinking this will be, there will be a few other ones in here. Um, They don't care that Zion Johnson's a guard, but they would have him with a first round grade because he is the best guard. Really like how he moves. I think he's pretty much a slam dunk guard prospects so i feel like he would be one of their top 16 18 i like that so offensive line wise we we still have the same number which is really what i'm going for how many wide receivers do you have i have five i have one two three four okay is jameson williams one of your four yes okay is drake london one of your four it's it's the four you would think I I don't know. I don't have the – I'm not sure mine are the four that you would think. That's why I'm kind of trying to I, cross. I have Drake London, Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, and Chris Olave. I don't have Garrett Williams as one of my four. Garrett Wilson? Or uh, Williams. did I say Garrett I think Williams? I said <laughs> Friend of the one program, of Garrett it. Williams. Uh, we might yeah. have both said it. Yes, Garrett Wilson. I do not have on my four. Um, or I guess Is there five. a reason? Because he's I not just, six foot. I, oh, wait, no, he is six foot. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you my other two guys. I have Williams, Olave, London. Wait, you have I two personally, more? I personally I know would what not, one of them are. One of them's Traylon Burks. I wouldn't have a first round grade oh. on him to save my life. I think the Chiefs do. 
I also, I don't think they do, man. I'd be incredibly disappointed to find this out, but I'm going with my gut. I think they might have one on Jahan Dotson. I'm not totally sure. Mm. I think that they might value his ability to separate and run routes. And I think they might get a, a wild inclination to give him a first round grade. I think I'd be pretty shocked if they have a first round grade on. He might be, be a high second round. He might be a high second round, but I would be pretty shocked if they have a first round grade in Jahan Dotson. So am I, I missing that's another one is. for you? Or is your no, I, my other question mark is a wide receiver though. Okay. And it's George Pickens. I have Pickens or no, I don't even have Pickens as a wild card. I have Wilson as my wide out wild card. I think if he because the reports are he interviewed terribly. Yeah. There might be questions about his ACL recovery um, and other questions off the field. But if all those cleared, and it's a lot of butts, but if they did, I feel like he would be a first one wide receiver for him. I just don't know where those landed for them. So I was like, maybe. So do you have any other question mark? offensive players I I'm do. guessing not oh whoa 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 is it a quarterback just for the sake of positional value no. it's not a running back it's a running back is it Brees Hall it is Brees Hall oh man again again so this is not like they would no, take I, Brees Hall if he it. was there I get it they don't value if they don't value positional value and Brett Veach has showed us that time and time again Brees Hall I think he's far and away most teams RB1 he would probably be an RB or and so he would be a probably a first round grade for the Chiefs. I don't yeah. they wouldn't take him at 29-30. He won't make it to 50. So they're not going to pick him, but I think they would have him with the first round grade. I That's almost fair. also threw in Malik Willis. I just think they probably value like more stuff there. More sure. shown in college, more progression stuff, more I think they I, they're not going to bring him in and whiteboard him, but I think he could do that stuff. He didn't just didn't show it at Liberty. So, yeah, the Chiefs burned a top thirty visit on Malik Willis just for fun, <laughs> just to see what he's made of. Just to chat. With didn't them. they meet with a quarterback? Uh, it was uh, they they did. I can't remember what school he's from, but I'm like ninety nine percent. It was sure like a UDFA did. quarterback or something. Like, yeah. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Interior defensive line. Do you have one, two, three, zero? I have one, and it's it probably Jordan the one you Davis? can think of. It is Jordan Davis? Okay, I have uh, Devontae Wyatt and Travis Jones as wild cards. Um, but yeah, I seriously, doubt they'd have Wyatt's, first round grades. Wyatt, I don't know with the off field stuff whether to believe it or not. Um, so I think he'd probably not be on their first round board. Yeah, Edge, I have six. How many does Connor have? <laughs> One, two, oh God, I got to count now. 20. Three, four, five. Five. I, okay. Yeah. Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Kayvon Trevon Walker. Trevon Kayvon Walker. Thibodeau. Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. Okay. George Karloftis. I do not think they have a first round grade on Karloftis. I think they are enamored with Karloftis. I, I made a call here. I made a call here. It was easy to put Karloftis here, but we talked about this dude. If they are enamored with him and he is everywhere and everybody's saying his name, I was like, you know what? What if they have a first-round grade on Boy Mafe? I put Mafe as my last one. Yeah. Yeah. He's so on mine. I, would, I made the call to just put Mafe instead of Karloftis. I think Karloftis would be like next man on the board. They might just have a high second-round grade on him. Because I don't know, arm length, something of that sort. They don't sure. like his power of at a, the point of attack. They were just more enamored with Mafe's um, total athletic profile. It's Mafe or Karloftis. I just went with Mafe because we're seeing his name so much. So that means you have either an abundance of secondary players or do you have Devin Lloyd on your list as a linebacker? Uh, He's a wild card for me. I have. Uh, I have three secondary players. I have 17 players, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, you are missing one. And a running back and a guard. Oh, okay, okay. So we're <laughs> we're good. We're good. I was like, in my head, I was like, Connor has like it's eight defensive backs. Like the, the, last, the last, last three are pretty chalk. Yeah, Sauce Gardner, Derek Stingley, yeah. and then Kyle yeah. Hamilton. Yes, I do have Kyle Hamilton. Okay. I think there's a 
decent chance that could be a sneaky Lewis scene or Daxon Hill, though. I totally agree. They're I don't both- know. They like toolsy safeties for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's what Kyle Hamilton is. But I mean, Lewis scenes also toolsy and has the head and has yep. everything that I think they would like. And he's just a better athlete. So I think that could definitely be somebody like Lewis scene or Daxon Hill, like I said. Uh, but I still put Hamilton. I have Kair Elam as a wild card, uh, partially because I love him, but also he borders on like a guy that would fit with the Chiefs and is rising on draft boards, um, reportedly, of course. But he is my consider Kyler Gordon a bit, but yeah, I don't think they like Trent McDuffie. Uh, yeah, he's also definitely with, with McDuffie. I don't know how the NFL views that, but he's almost surely like a slot only guy. And I don't know if that's like some the guard versus like tackle that. debate. Exactly. And some teams might say, hey, we can give him a shot or have him stick outside. Um, it's kind of. That's like the icky debate about it, whether he's yes. a guard or a tackle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one. Luckily, the Chiefs probably won't have a chance to take some of these players or they won't take some of these players. But it Brace was hard Hall to get 29. Of, Heard it here first. Yeah. It, it was hard to get in the mind of Brett Veach because if Connor asked me, hey, give a first round grade, I'd probably come up with like 15 or 20 guys and say, bam, 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 bam. Here you go. And it looked mm-hmm. quite a bit different than this. I wouldn't have Jahan Dotson on my list. I wouldn't have Traylon Burks on my list. I wouldn't have uh, George Karloftis I, on my list. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have Mafe. Yeah, I wouldn't have Mafe. But Veach, he's a different cat. We know the Chiefs' tendencies. We know the Chiefs, what they value, don't value, how they operate at least a little bit. Um, and that's a perfect segue into a mock draft. Um, it mm-hmm. is, should we start off and do that swap with Philly for 166 just to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. do it. I don't we'll want do to take so. it. Still, even on draft eve and or when this is released on draft day, I don't want to make seventh round picks. Yeah, it's not fun Especially at all. Especially four. Um, so that's done. That Drake Connor. London visit. While you're starting yes. this, we're gonna we're gonna try and trade up early. We're gonna see what the board is. You might as well stop at twelve because you can't do an immediate stop at thirteen if you pause on pause real quick. We are um, paused at thirteen. At okay, that's fine too. I pressed it at eleven. I lagged. Connor told, or I guess no, I didn't do math correctly. I messed up. Oh wow, Jordan. Eleven plus you. two is thirteen. <laughs> it is. I, I, that's breaking uh, analysis. Uh, but- I, I goofed up and Jordan Davis was number 12. So, I mean, that it wasn't That's a hapless, like Garrett Wilson was 11. Jamison Williams was 10. So this is getting a little, not wild. So who's say, on the board, Jordan? On the board, Jermaine Johnson, Drake London. I mean, you couldn't oh. have a better start for Connor Christofferson with, <laughs> with those two, Chris Olave, um, Kenny Pickett, <laughs> George Carlos. So now, Burks, now, okay. It's, it's two names here. They met with Drake London. Jermaine Johnson seems like the perfect type of edge they would want. First, let's just go with, in general, if one of these names is on the board at 13, do you think Brad Feast trades up? You said no earlier. Even with these names actually sitting in front of your face, you don't think they do. If they're there in like three more picks, I'd, I'd potentially change my stance. They will not be. I'd be kind of iffy. We're going to find out. I'm going to press play. We're not going to trade up here? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh my God. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> What'd you do? Oh, man. London and Johnson were the next two picks. And I was I'm like, telling you, about- it has like- to be third. If they want these players, <laughs> it has to be 13. And then oh, who's left? Boy. And then after those guys go. So the four guys I think they would want to trade up for are Kayvon Thibodeau, Drake London, Jamison Williams, Jermaine Johnson. If they want one of those four, if they want to be aggressive, it's got to be 12 or 13. It just has to be. They can't let it go to the Eagles, go to the Ravens. The Ravens want Jermaine Johnson. The Eagles want a wide receiver. They would want Jamison Williams. They have to go to 13. So if the Chiefs don't trade up to 13, I, I agree with you. I don't think they'll trade up until like 21. It's but. a tough one. And they're gone. So it's Chris Olave and George Karloftis. I don't think they trade up for Chris Olave. I don't either. 
how far do we go? Do we go to 18 and then see what's 21. up after that? Oh, uh, yeah. Go to 18. Go to 18. Go to 18. Okay. Alave went at 15. So I, I think there I'm telling the three you. guys in a row, London, Johnson, Alave. And part of that's just uh, sheer dumb and luck. It, part of it is like a realistic reflection of what could happen. Right. And for me, it's like there's a tear break after the first four wide receivers and there's a tear break after the first four edges. Mm-hmm. If the Chiefs don't get if one of those, if all those eight players are off the board by 13, I'm like, don't trade up. Please don't. Um, but if one of them is there, I would definitely consider it because I don't think it's going to cost much. It would be like a, I saw somebody postulate a 29, 30 for 13 and 68, which was interesting mm-hmm. to me, even though it's trading away both first, you do get that high third round pick back. I saw somebody say 29, 50, 103. For uh, 13, I'm like, that's interesting to me as well. Yep. And especially if they do one of these trade-ups that doesn't give away 30, they trade back with somebody like Seattle, Atlanta, Colts, whoever wants to trade up for like a Desmond Ritter or a Matt Corral. If they pair both of those, the trade-up and the trade-down, that's the Goldilocks zone. That's what you want. Because then it, the pick you get in the highest second round, you could get like a Drake Jackson, the double yep. Drake. The double Drake is my favorite first two day realistic outcome where they trade up and take Drake London and trade back and take Drake Jackson. That would be great to me. I think that's pretty perfect. What's up guys. Thanks again for listening to today's show and taking some time to welcome roughing the kicker into your speakers and headphones. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsored programs. And right after that, we'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So um, I fast forwarded. 20 was Traylon Burks. 21 was Trevor mm. Penning. 22 was George Karloftis. We agreed. We don't think they start trading up here. We do think they start thinking seriously about trading up here at 23, 29 and 24 can get you up here. So I why mean, didn't we trade a, at uh 21 though? Because it was Burks and I don't think they do that. And then it was Carl Loftus. And I mean, that could have been a 50, I think shot that they move up for him. There's a realistic shot. They trade up for Carl Loftus. I think so too. Um, it's possible. I don't know how they view him to Mafe. I guess that they view Mafe higher just because we're hearing his name so much, but that's also because Karloff doesn't really make it to the Chiefs picks. Yep. I don't know how I feel about a trade for Karloff too. It's like the most whelming <laughs> outcome of day one, yeah. probably. I mean, at least they wouldn't give up 30 to do it, so that'd be nice. Um, it would probably just be 62 or maybe just around three or four pick uh, mm. together. So it's not too bad there, but eh. It is now Andrew Booth Jr., Devontae Wyatt, Zion Johnson, Nicobe Dean, Daxon Hill, Kyrie Lim, Jahan Dotson, David Ojabo, blah, 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 blah. Um, at this point at 23 is, do any of those names strike you as someone nope. the Chiefs would give up 29.94 for? George Karloftis and Traylon Burks are the last interesting names for me. I agree. So we'll go ahead and fast forward to pick 29. Let us, um, um, when we do get to the second round, Jordan, let's stop it at around 38. Yeah, that sounds good. Zion Johnson. Oh, wow. Okay. That throws a fork in our uh, our plan here. David Ojabo, 23. That's not a 
tremendously huge deal. Boy, Mafe went 27th to Tampa Bay. Ooh. So now we are looking at, as the Chiefs, Andrew Booth. What? Daxton Hill, Kair Elam, Jahan Dotson, Lewis Seen, Arnold Abicady, Kyler Gordon, George Pickens. Are we doing what we think they would do? I think it's only right. It's the last one. I think it's only right that we try to be as Chiefs as possible with this. I do truly... See, I would say Lewis Seen, but then Nate Taylor on Times R is always the best listen right before the draft. He pretty much called Nick Bolton on the podcast before the draft last year. He indicated safety was not that big of a want from the Chiefs, at least high. Um, Before I heard that, I would think Lewis Seen would be a lock if he's there. But right now... If I'm guessing what they will do, if I'm guessing what they will do, I would truly think it would be something like Christian Watson, Kyrie Elam. Yeah, I was hoping you were not going to say Jahan Dotson. You did not say Jahan Dotson. so So I buy this now. I totally buy this. They've only brought in six foot or higher wide receivers Mm -hmm. on visits. Mahomes specifically talked about loving the tall receivers. Veach specifically pointed out they're getting input from Patrick Mahomes down in Texas about um, uh, stereotypes, about the type of wide receivers he likes. Um, I don't think they're getting input. I mean, they could be. Yeah, I don't know. The stereotypical Texan down No. no. Um, Connor, you've said some really jacked up stuff on this podcast lately. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Called them the, <laughs> the, the something skins and uh-huh. that. Um, I I didn't believe it before Veach mentioning that thing about Mahomes. I'm like, oh, well, now I kind of believe it. And then you look at the visits, you go, well, and they added the top tall wide receiver in the class to their visits today too. I'm like, yeah. okay, I believe it now. So I don't think Jahan Dotson's there. I think that's the media liking him and them just saying wide receiver Chiefs. There we go but they did bring in Christian Watson for a visit. I so, think Watson, I like him. I think it's him. Watson. So I would go um, Watson Elam. Back personally. to back. No trading so. back. No, no. If they don't trade up, I don't think they're trading back. Okay. I think, I think that's also the play. And I do think in round two, you trade up I, from 50. I was going to say they either trade you up go from get, or they move up from 62. You go and get I probably Drake like Jackson. We'll do that. We'll go. What do we have here? You could go to the 40, the Seahawks picks. You could go to the Jets picks. You somehow, you just go get Drake Jackson. Yeah, and I, I know technically we're using mock draft database. I know technically on their board, he's like 60. So we could just wait. But if we're going for realism, I think they would not feel good about the edges they have. And they would go up and get a guy. So as I document these picks, as the Chiefs, I don't like it, but Christian Watson, and then I do like Kyir Elam. Um, we will pause at go a little bit. Okay, we're at mm, George Pickens just went. Doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. Seattle has pick forty and forty-one. The Chiefs fine. here have on the board in general. Uh, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, Kenneth Walker. Got, so three guys, there's no way in hell they take. Um, Kyler Gordon, obviously, they just took a cornerback. Brees Hall is still there. Um, Logan Hall is there. Travis Jones is there. I can see, and I wouldn't advocate for this, given the draft that we've already had, Travis Jones could be a pick. In a trade-up? Not in a trade-up, but at oh yeah, I guess we don't have this pick yet. <laughs> I think <laughs> if 50. they went if they went wide receiver corner, they would be trying to trade up for an edge. Desperate. It makes the most sense. And um, speaking of I think the oof. league is also probably higher on Drake Jackson than the media right now yeah. because he's got the measurable size. He had the production as a freshman at the size he's currently at. So I think they're just going to project that out and they'll want him. 
So if we're being realistic here, Jackson's 64th on this board. I know. Um, he's That's not where he's going to go. He's not exactly. going into So I was going to say, does it make sense even if it doesn't make sense to move up? I think it does because that's yes. how the league's kind of reflected. Uh, it seems about that 50 and 103 straight up will just get you there. Um, 103 is 35 value. The difference between 40 and 50 is 149 minus 115, which is 40 or 34, uh, right? So that seems yeah. about right. So I would send, try to send, I don't know, it might say no, uh, but I would send 50 and 103 for 40. 50 and 103 for 40 is good. So, Connor, talk about something real quick and your thoughts on Drake Jackson while I stall on Dr. I, yeah, I really, I'm, I was warm on him, then I cooled on him. Now I'm really warm on him again because of the fact that uh, um, when I was listening to Dane Brugler on a recent athletic podcast, he talked about as a freshman, Drake Jackson played at 270 and he had five and a half sacks, 11 and a half tackles for loss. And then when the new USC defensive coordinator came in, he made him lose weight and he played him more as a three, four outside linebacker. Um, and then his production did fall off. Um, so as I say this, I'm not even joking. As I say this, Adam Schefter just put out a hype tweet about Drake Jackson, who could be <laughs> a surprise first round pick. Okay. So um, we were right. Yeah. So this might not even happen. I can still see this happening because he hasn't had production. Um, since his freshman year, but I'm high on him. I think you just, you just get him in the room. He's a nice guy to just teach up. He's 21 years old, just turned 21. It would be a good pick. Could, could you see the Chiefs doubling up on edge in round two? Yes. Josh yes. Pascal's there. I love 62. the, I love the duo of Drake Jackson, Josh. Josh Pascal. I'm going to send. Is that okay? That is fine by me. Cool deal. So, do you think that they present a good amount of instant impact slash upside? I think Jackson has significantly more upside than Pascal. I think Pascal, yeah. though, Jackson's no scrub. <laughs> like, he's a good yeah. player. I think uh, you just have to teach Pascal a bit more about setting the edge. It wasn't always clean at Kentucky, but love his power. Love his uh, explosive rate, uh, <laughs> testing was great. His 10 split was great. His uh, His jumps were great. So you just get a really strong guy, came back, fought against cancer, um, but came back to Kentucky, played really well. Um, you, I could see him easily starting day one. It won't be yeah. like, he won't be like a 10 sec guy, but he can be in there and you'll be like, okay, he's a solid player. So thus far, Christian Watson, Kyer Elam, Drake Jackson, Josh Pascal. This kind of opens up the floor for yep. just about anybody at 94. And so far, or I guess at this point, Cam Taylor Britt is there. I don't think they double down at corner this early. Nick Cross is there for Maryland. Is this kind of the range where you would think safety could come into play for the Chiefs? I would, I would really hope so. I mean, like the, the middle round safeties in this draft are super nice. Like the, uh, the, Brian, it's Brian cooked, right? The, yep. and then there's Nick cross and then there's Tyson Anderson. Um, I would totally be fine with Nick cross, get him in there. He's a bit raw, but he would be the third safety. So you could teach him up a bit. He wouldn't have to, I mean, he would play a fair bit if he does win the third safety role, Yep. but it's less of a, you're asking him to be like, just fly around in the middle of the field, which he could definitely do. He's great at that. And I mean, he's a heat, yeah. he is a heat seeking missile. I'm gonna guy. I'm gonna take him between now and 121. Do you want me to like pause halfway through? Do you think they'd trade up one of their fourth round picks to get higher to 100? What do you think? Or should I just let 120, 121 is the fourth rounder. I I yes. think they could, but I think we're fine. We got our okay. trade up in the second. Um, Beach could definitely be more active than we are with one trade up, but I could definitely see like two trade ups or two trade ups, one trade back, but. I just wanted to make sure one of our three first round picks we moved or one of our three first picks we moved because they're going to be aggressive somewhere. If the board is terrible and those eight players I mentioned were off the board by 13, then they can definitely yep. stay pat. Um, and then this would happen where they try to get aggressive on day two. So it's pick 121. Um, lots of options here. 
Zachary Carter, Verone McKinley the third, Jalen Armour Davis, Tyler Beatty mm. is there. Um, this could be a running back. This could be a tackle. This could be another corner. I don't know how they would feel. I don't know how they feel about Rashad Fenton and Baker where they are right now. I personally yeah. would be okay with it, but especially if they had somebody like James Bradbury during this mm-hmm. draft. Um, and he would probably be only one of those seventh rounders at this point. Um, Cause the giants need just cap room to sign their rookies. Um, so if they added Bradbury, I would be totally fine with the cornerback room. So let's go for going realistic. Nate Taylor mentioned tackle. Let's pick a tackle. Spencer Burford from UTSA. I um, actually think that's a good one. I do too. I don't hate that one bit. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Just get him in here. Um, he went. He was a four-star recruit, I think, but he went to UTSA. Yeah. I don't know the reason why, but uh, he performed well there. You get him in, maybe strengthen, strengthen him up, get him with an NFL uh, strength and conditioning coach. Um, feels very KC Chiefs. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna suggest Kellen Deesh from ASU, but his arms are short. I don't think he's a tackle long term. Yeah, um, we'll Burford I think has thirty four inch arms. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. One another one another name popular name is Matt Willetsko, North Dakota. I think he has thirty six inch vines or something. It's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then they met with Mark Vander or uh, what is his name Vandermark something yeah. Vandermark. Um. I think it was you. Let me look him up. I'm going to read off the board here at 135 while you're looking them up. Um, Kellen Deesh is still there. Um, Jojo Doman, linebacker from Nebraska. I do like him. I don't know if that's a pick here. Um, It could be. Michael Clemens. They aren't going to triple down at edge as much as I think that'd be a play. Um, Danny Gray from SMU, wide receiver. Tariq Castro-Fields, cornerback from Penn State. Um, Let's go to the running back group. Really quick, Hassan Haskins from Michigan, the the top player available. Real quick, the tackle, yeah. real quick, was Ryan Vandermark. Okay, so they met Jaylen with Jalen Weidermeyer is the best tight end available right uh, now. Is uh, Cade Auden available? No, is, he was uh, there at the last pick. I should have brought him up. Was it Chase Kohler or what is his name? The other one, Charlie Kohler. Charlie Kohler, yeah, he was also he there. I, that's my bad. I should have brought both of them up. I saw him and didn't even think twice about it. That kind of I think tackle. Well, I mean, like Nate Nate Taylor did say tackle would be the first non cornerback edge or wide receiver position. And it's not even for us. It's uh, no, actually, no, it was safety for us. So we didn't even follow that. So I feel like tackle was realistic there. At 135, I think another cornerback is a possibility. I could see a linebacker, not really. I think defensive line is up there. Yeah. What are the interior defensive linemen? And is Pierre Strong on the board? Pierre Strong is... Unless he's ranked. Or maybe Damian Pierce. I like Damian Pierce a lot. Where the hell is he at? I think he's SDSU. Yeah, no, I'm trying to look for his name. He's not so sincere. McCormick, Abram Smith, Hassan Haskins are the top three mm. running backs from what I think. Ty Chandler from North Carolina, I don't dislike him. He's there. Devontae Price from FIU is there. Um, so running backs an option. Matthew Butler, John Ridgeway, Thomas Booker, Haskell Garrett, Neil Farrell Jr., Otito Ogbania, and Ioma Uazarike. Um, are the top interior defensive linemen available. Um, I I don't have any hugely strong feelings about any of them. I do like Neil Farrell Jr. Admittedly, I don't know a ton about Matthew Butler or John Ridgeway, so I can't really in good faith pick them. I like the idea of uh, Neil Farrell Jr. here. Okay, let's do it. I'm going to go with him at get a, a Derek naughty type player in there to sit behind Derek naughty and spell him some snaps so we can, uh, he's older. He's going to turn 20. There's so many old players in this he's class, an old. but, but I don't think his position really needs like, Oh, he needs to be young. This dude just needs to be strong and he needs to be able to two gap 
and he could best available. JT Woods, the safety from Baylor, he would have been a good one had we passed on safety. Yeah. They didn't um, meet with JT Woods as well, so yes. that is a name to watch. Hassan Haskins, one sixty-two. Um, Let's honor Brett Veach saying he loves the late round running backs and pick a late round running back. Okay, so we've got Hassan Haskins specifically Abram called Smith, that out. Ty Chandler, Devontae Price, Sincere McCormick, Jerry on Ely. Um, Keontae Ingram from USC is there. I'm trying to think of a Veach pick here. And the further I go, the the lower those odds get, of course. But Haskins uh, seems like a Daryl Williams-ish type pick. Um, Jerome Ford? Did he go? Ford, no. Damn, they picked all the good ones. Yeah, there's is not Haskins time. is still there. Yeah, Hassan Haskins is listed as their top running back on the uh, NFL mock draft database board. Um, I think, I don't know. I think uh, if you're looking I here, fine. I kind of think Ty Chandler might be the play. Oh, he's still Haskins, too? Yeah, they're kind of opposites, I think, in that Haskins is like the big guy who's not going to outrun anybody. Um, Ty Chandler is like a one cut but like really fast explosive right. running back with a ceiling i think he might be the play i think ty chandler fits in really well with the type of offensive line we have now so we'll, i we'll think he would be ty the chandler. play yeah we'll go with him i was kind of on the fence about it like in terms of if it's me i'm picking chandler just because he's fun um the Chiefs, he's almost 24 as well <laughs> i i didn't know that <laughs> I knew a lot he's, about him. I did not there, know that. It's so many old Good plays. God. It's, like, it's it's fine. He's a he's a running back, so it doesn't even matter that we don't even give him a second contract because why would you give a second contract to a running back? Yeah, it's brutal. We're we're just gonna recap and get the hell out of here, I guess. So Christian Watson, Kair Elam traded picks 50 and 103 to get up to 40 for Drake Jackson, took Josh Pascal at 62 as scheduled. Um Nick Cross at 94. Round four with Spencer Burford, Neil Farrell Jr. And then in the fifth round with our four seventh round picks, we traded up. Connor and I took Ty Chandler. Um, not only do I think the Chiefs would be satisfied with this draft, I think it's realistic. Um, if you're presenting this on Twitter, people are probably going to rip you apart for parts <sighs> yeah, of it, but yeah. they aren't going to know. And I'm going to make this very clear in the article that I put out. This is a realistic reflection of not only where people should go in real life, where people probably will go in real life, where teams are kind of vibing that they're like the Drake Jackson one's a perfect example. People in the database and the simulator, they aren't going to trade up for Drake Jackson. If they do, it's not going to be to 40 when they don't have to, when he was ranked 67th or whatever. Um, For our purposes though, he is going to go higher than people think. He's getting reported as a fringe first rounder. He has all the tools in the world. He his story is interesting. He's not how old is Drake Jackson? He's not ancient. Just turned twenty one. Okay, so that is a play. Then Pascal, yeah. a guy that I just like this draft. I think we did a good job being. I think yeah. with it while also getting decent value. I think Elam is the type of cornerback he would actually finally pick high because I think the value is fine at 29-30 and he's yep. he has all the traits that the Chiefs would want. Feels like they would actually have him highly rated at that spot. Um, there's a, some rumors that he would go higher than this, so maybe he might. Christian Watson feels realistic. They met with him. A lot of smoke around there. Um, trading up for Drake Jackson, like Jordan said, French first rounder. He's 21. Like I would totally be fine bringing him in like this. In fact, I'm starting to talk myself into him at 30 for some reason, but it's happening in my mind. Um, I think the rest is kind of just how the mid rounds would go. I, I don't like love the draft. There's definitely many more mock drafts that I've loved more than this, but these are just fan-made mock draft simulators. Like, these are well, they're not they're not fan made themselves, but the fans like set the boards for almost all of these. Yeah. Or it's somebody like PFF. And the actual draft ends up being completely different than these. So as far as realism goes, it's probably not going to happen like this. But the player values that you're thinking in your head, the player fits where they're gonna go. You're not gonna get your favorite mock draft when the Chiefs actually take their picks, but 
I think it's going to be around this feeling, the feeling that you felt when we picked all these players. All right, man, we're about 50 minutes in. Um, I'm honestly saying that's it. Like I, it feels like we fit a lot of stuff into a short amount of time. Um, But Connor, any last minute thoughts on round one, on the draft in general, on where you're going to be this weekend, where people can find you hanging out, um, any of that stuff? Well, the hanging out one, I'm definitely you're definitely leading me into saying this, but I will be I at am. the KCSN uh, Hollywood they're Connor. doing, yeah, at uh, Thursday and Friday. So if you want to come say hi while I'm there, saying hi to uh, Craig, Matt, and Kent, I will also be there, um, enjoying some of the 360 vodka specials probably. Um, and I think I think th- I'm just going to repeat what I said. If you're if you're making sure the Chiefs, if you want to check in for the Chiefs and fireworks, it's going to be early. It's going to be the eight players I mentioned, the top four edges. I don't think Aiden Hutchinson or Trevon Walker are going to be there, but Kayvon Thibodeau, Jermaine Johnson, uh, and any of the top four wide receivers, though probably not Chris Olave, but any of the top, the other three, Garrett Wilson, um, Jamison Williams, Drake London, any of those five names, realistic five names, if they're at 13, I would honestly put the chances above 50% Brad Veach and go, goes and gets them. I just think he is so aggressive. He was he was very timid in free agency after Tyreek Hill. He just I loved how he handled free agency after Tyreek Hill, honestly. But I feel like he was just biding his time for the draft. <laughs> so if he doesn't trade up then, then I think he'll be more like what we just did. But I would just look out there. 13, the Texans GM already said a 50% chance they don't pick there. Somebody's trading up there. Would not be surprised if it's the Chiefs. You heard the man. Be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for Connor's tweets and content. Follow him on Twitter at Connor with an E underscore DKC. Guys, I don't know. I might do like a quick bonus episode this weekend. I'm not sure. I haven't made my mind up. Let's see how the draft goes. Maybe after day two. Maybe after day two, we do a I would be available, maybe. Friday night mock, or not, gosh, not a mock. <laughs> Let's hey. do a re-mock, redrafting <laughs> the 2020 draft. Yeah, maybe Friday night, Connor and I do a bonus episode that'll go up Saturday. Keep your eyes peeled for that. Maybe not, don't hold me to it. I'm kind of talking myself into it now. But anyway, um, guys, thank you for tuning in. I'll be back with Mark on Tuesday for a mailbag slash draft recap. So until then, take care, stay safe. Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you either Saturday or Tuesday. The Roughing the Kicker Chiefs podcast is a Kansas City Chiefs podcast hosted and produced by Jordan Foote in association with ArrowheadReport.com and almost entirely LLC. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts or by going to smarturl.it slash show. For more Kansas City Chiefs coverage, go to Sports Illustrated's home through the Kansas City Chiefs, ArrowheadReport.com.